You're listening to podcastjuice.net. Kobe? Kobe, my man? I have no fire. I have no matches. I can't have any matches. I have no matches. I thought I stopped smoking. If I knew, I mean, father, you smoke? Get some matches, matches. We need some fire. We can have you die. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Geeked Out on podcastjuice.net. This is your host, Michael Dean, along with Q Storm. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. I had a busy weekend going to see movies. I, I wish we could start getting paid to uh, review these things. Ah, hey, speak it into existence, sir. Um, so today's show, we are going to do a review of World War Z. We're also going to talk about Monsters University. And we've got some other uh, tidbit news to get into. So before we get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast, let's drop a little uh, news tidbits uh, that are coming across the wire uh, as we can say here so uh, actually this is something that happened today of course uh, kick-ass 2 is coming out very soon i believe in the next few weeks or so and uh, this sequel uh, one of the stars jim carrey uh, so today on jim carrey's uh, twitter page he uh, tweeted this uh, thing here he says i did kick-ass 2 uh, a month before sandy hook and now, in all good conscience, I cannot support that level of violence. My apologies to others involved with the film. I am not ashamed of it, but recent events have caused a change of heart. And I guess his change of heart is that he uh, basically saying that he will not be promoting this movie uh, at all. Um, you know, the creator of Kick-Ass, Mark Millar, he's uh, responded on his website, uh, which is Miller World, uh, kind of just basically saying, paraphrasing, he's kind of shocked about this. And, you know, he feels like, you know, hey, it's just a movie. Uh, You know, Carrie was a big fan of the first one. That's why he wanted to be in this one. We had a great time making it. And yes, this is a violent movie, but, you know, uh, it's a movie. And, you know, there is a difference between movie violence and real violence. He he sort of started to give some examples of uh, uh, quoting a little bit. He says, ultimately, this is the decision, but I've never quite brought the notion that violence in fiction leads to violence in real life any more than Harry Potter casting a spell creates more boy wizards in real life. Uh, he says, our job as storytellers is to entertain and our toolbox can't be sabotaged by controlling the use of guns in an action movie uh, and, and so on. So it even ends it talking about uh, our audience is smart enough to know they're pretending uh, we should instead just sit back and enjoy the serotonin release of seeing bad guys meeting bad ends as much as we enjoy seeing the Death Star explode. Um, so you have any thoughts on this, Mike? Yeah, I um well, I mean, I, I can't help but respect what Jim Carrey is saying, but it just seems a little strange because, uh, as far as I know, no children are killed. I, I would guess no children are killed in this movie. There weren't any children killed in the first movie. Uh, maybe he's talking about the age of uh, the actress Chloe Grace Moretz, I think her name is. Are you eating but, uh, something? <laughs> You're like, I can't hear you over the crackle. <laughs> oh, wow. Man, this my microphone's that sensitive. It's hot, baby. Okay. <laughs> so what I said was, um, I, 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 I guess I respect what Jim Carrey is saying, but it seems a little odd because there's no children 
being shot in this, or I, I think I would think there's no children being uh, killed or wounded in this movie. Now, maybe he's talking about the age of uh, the hit girl character, uh, the actress Chloe Grace Moretz, um, who's a teenager now. But, you know, uh, so I respect what he's saying. I don't necessarily see I don't see the point of it uh, or why it's a concern for him. Uh, But the response is kind of equally disingenuous to me for him to say that, you know, you can enjoy this like watching the Death Star explode. Well, you know, last I checked, we weren't in hyperspace you know, building uh, space stations that are the size of moons. So it's not very realistic. So there's a huge difference. And um, I think it's a little bit, I I think anyone liberal or or otherwise that wants to cling to the notion that movies don't influence some, uh, some people, I think that's a little bit naive as well. So his response was a little, uh, you know, well, for want of a better word, ridiculous to me. Okay. Uh, you know, I can see both sides of it. Um, you know, end of the day, Jim Carrey is in the movie. Uh, movie's coming out. Now, whether or not there's any kids getting hurt in the storyline, I don't know. I've only read a couple of issues of Kick-Ass 2. It was very violent <laughs> as the first one, maybe even a little more extreme. Um, so who knows? Um, you know, we, we talked about this when the original movie, when we did our review, just on that Kick-Ass character. You know, was that too much violence for a young girl character to be doing? You could argue it both ways. Um, did it? Did we see a spike in violence off of this? Hard to say, but I do agree with you. I think it, we are influenced by things that we see and or hear in the media. Uh, so it does play into it. But again, I guess where do you draw the line, right? Uh, so we'll keep moving forward. Um, so I've got some release dates here for some movies that we're obviously probably going to be talking about next year and beyond. Uh, so uh, let's see. And these are 20th Century Fox movies that release these dates. Uh, so first one is X-Men Days of Futures Past. Uh, that's going to open May 23rd, 2014. Um, the sequel Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is opening July 18th, 2014. Now, jumping to 2015, this is one I didn't know they were making a movie on. Uh, the movie adaption of the video game Assassin's Creed uh, is going to come June 19th, 2005. Uh, starring Michael Fassbender, or if I'm saying his name right. Mm. So that should be very interesting. I've never played that game. I've seen it and heard about it. It's a very successful game franchise. Uh, so hopefully they can make the transition from, transition from video game to movie and, and not be Super Mario Brothers. Uh, next up is another one that's very interesting, and I think you're looking forward to this movie, Independence Day 2. Uh, we'll be opening July 3rd, 2015. Uh, so, it will not, finish, it is not going to be starring Will Smith. Um, the, di- number di- two. the director of the movie, uh, was it Devlin? I'm saying his name. Oh, Ronald. Roland, whatever, Emmerich, I think is his name. Yeah. Uh, he's flat out said, he says, uh, Will Smith cannot come back because he's too expensive. He also says, uh, but he's also too much of a marquee name. It would be too much. Uh, we have like maybe half of the people that you would know from the first film and then the other half people who are new. So 
Are you ready to uh, lay down your pre-order ticket money for Independence Day 2? That is on some bullshit. (laughs) Why is that? Why is that bullshit? Yeah. I actually really like that movie, so I'm curious. Well, I mean, I, I mean, the movie was okay. It wasn't one of my favorites. I mean, if I recall at the end of that film, they basically take out a whole alien armada with a laptop, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, or some sort of disc or something. Yeah, like some... yeah they upload a virus to the yeah. mothership, and it takes out all of the aliens. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure what the story in the sequel will be. Will be. Do we... Get attacked by more aliens, you know, the virus aliens, revenge of the virus aliens. Uh, Maybe we take it to their home world or something. <laughs> well, okay. So this, I, I think that's mistake number one. There's not a story that will be told. That's the first mistake. Second mistake is the more glaring one. Um, I, I would say Independence Day is the film that launched, somewhat launched Will Smith's summer career. And you're not going to invite him back because he's too expensive that tells me a lot about your movie right there well i mean i would be shocked that he'd be in it personally uh even aside from the money part of it but i I can imagine he is um obviously probably a very big dollar ticket to have in a movie i would imagine it's an ensemble piece sort of well if if i'm assuming if they go by the last one obviously has a lot of people in the movie uh, you know, bigger, a very big cast, I would imagine. Uh, and he is, I mean, he would have to be the star of the movie. Which he wasn't well, the last one. Well, um, Will Smith just came off of After Earth, which was a huge failure. Right. Prior to that movie, what was his last hit? Was it Legend or something? I may be skipping some movies. Uh Okay, what well, the last? I mean, he's had his flops. I mean, he had Wild Wild West well before any of this. And right, right. But I'm saying the last movie he was in. I, I don't was, know. Well, that says something right there. So my point is, uh, if you're Will Smith, you would definitely want to do Independence Day too. It's quite a possibility. I think the movie he was before this was Men in Black, right? So Men in Black Three. Actually, Men in Black, Men in Black Three, which was which is a pretty big, you know, did some good money. But I, all I can tell you is that what I'm reading, whether it's fair or not, whether you want to cry racism or whatnot, I read after the after the the showing of After Earth or how it did in the movie theaters. I'm reading that maybe Will Smith's uh, popularity is starting to wane. So to me, if I'm his agent, I'm telling him, yeah, get your ass over there to Roland's office and report for duty on Independence Day. Take a little hit in your salary, because you know it's not you know you, you, the last movie you did was Men in Black Three, which was two years ago, and you, the movie you just did did tanked at the box office. So we need to get you back on top quick. Yeah, I, hey, <laughs> like I said, I personally would be shocked that he would be in. Oh, I'm shocked that they make a sequel this so yeah. so far away. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I definitely would watch it because I'm just curious to see. I'm curious to see where the story would go. Where do you go after this? Um, and, you know, Roland Emmerich, I'm butchering his name. I, I'm like, I'm not necessarily a fan of his movies, but I, I do watch pretty much everything that he puts out for the most part. Uh, to me, they are the epitome of a, you know, popcorn, just turn your head off 
sort of movie, you know, Independence Day. What was the one? Uh, uh, 2012. You know, mm-hmm. 2012. Um, I don't know what other movies he, he's got. Battleship? Was that one of his movies? He did, uh, I think he did Godzilla. Godzilla, yeah. I think so. You know, there's a Okay. But, you know, they're entertaining to me. I can maybe watch them once. Now, I, I would say, like, Independence Day, I enjoyed that movie when it came out. I remember seeing it. I really wanted to see it because of the trailer. Uh, the, you know, the White House explosion thing. I'd never seen that before. And the, to me, the movie was, it was a rabble rouser. It was just like what Battleship to me. It was like, yeah, you know, it's not a hoorah. You know, it wasn't a great movie in terms of all movies, but in terms of what it was, I enjoyed it. You know, it was dumb. Um, so if they can capture that essence again, then I'll be satisfied. You know, it's, it's not going to stand up to, you know, uh, shit. Uh, what's a... Even after Earth or um, Prometheus, uh, t- Total Recall. I mean, it's, there's not much we got going sci-fi-wise these days. Uh, but it's entertaining enough that I would see it. You know, I'll give them that. I, uh, well, in terms of the original Independence Day, I wasn't... It didn't blow me over. I was just all right. I could have I waited for the rental and... I can. T- I don't care. Y'all can get at me if you like, but I liked Battleship ten times better than uh, Independence Day. Yeah, and to me, Battleship was the exact same sort of movie, and I loved Battleship. I thought it was entertaining, right? I mean, we talked about this. So, uh, if it can be better than that, then you know, like I said, I know they got a, the effects they can do now are probably more crazier. I don't know what they can top that, but uh, so in, anyway, those are some of the new movies coming. 2015 will be a crazy year for movies. Isn't that Star Wars territory? Star Wars is coming out, I think. Uh, oh, Star Wars next year. Yeah, I think Star Wars is, is 2015. You know, Avengers 2. Uh, it's it's going to be thick. It'll be a lot of competition. Definitely. All right. Uh, speak, did you have anything you wanted to throw out there before we get into the movie reviews? Uh, no. Um, let's keep it moving. All right. So first up, let's let's actually uh, change gears a little bit. Let's uh, and I haven't seen this movie, but let's get into Monsters University. I know this is a sequel to Monsters Inc. This is a Pixar, excuse me, Pixar movie. Uh, I know the big, the first one, Monsters Inc., was a huge hit. Uh, some people probably will call it a classic, you know, in terms of the animated movies. Uh, so Mike, what was uh, what's the word on Monsters University? Well, if I can plug. Myself, real quick. Cool. Well, that didn't come out right. <laughs> uh, I, hey, hey, go ahead. Uh. <laughs> if I could put in a plug for myself, uh, I, I, I just put up my review tonight on uh, qstorm.com forward slash lightning strikes. Uh, I saw it today with my uh, six year old, and uh, I wasn't looking forward to it. I mean, it's not, I mean, I liked the first one, but you know, I had just seen World War Z the night before, so I was like, ah, I don't want to go back to the theater again today. But my son, I promised him I'd take him. I loved the movie. I was all in this movie. Um, part of it was because it was it was kind of like a, the storyline is basically it's a prequel um, where we see uh, Mike and uh, Sully meet each other, and they're kind of like feuding to become uh, top scare uh, to become top scarer in their class at the university because uh, Monsters University that's where. All the monsters go to learn how to be um, scarers at Monsters, Inc. And um, so through a series of mishaps, they get kicked out of school and they join this uh, fraternity 
so that they can qualify to um, win the scaring contest. And if they win the contest, the dean of students will allow them back into the school. So um, once they join this really lame fraternity, it's kind of like uh, Revenge of the Nerds with monsters. And uh, I loved it. It was, it was really funny. The animation was top notch. I mean, I was laughing out loud at some points. And oddly enough, you know, I've said many times how I would, you know, give my right arm almost to uh, just experience those four years of college once again. And uh, even though this was, this was an animated cartoon about monsters, they really captured that that spirit of, of university. Um, so uh, I really I really liked this movie. I was really pleasantly surprised. All right. Did, now, did you see it in uh, 3D or was it just regular? I did see it in 3D because I don't know if it's because of it's the, the cell animation. Well, I guess it's not cell animation. It's computer animation. Uh, because of the computer animation, um, uh, it, you know, animated films, the 3D is, is, is superior. The 3D was really good in this. Yeah. So yeah. I'm giving up 3D for uh, live action. But when it comes to animation, I'll still shell out the cash for 3D. Okay. Yeah, I I think those movies in, inherently will always be superior just because they're actually in 3D, right? It's a, it's a 3D animated uh, movie unto itself. So when they put the effect on there, it usually looks really good. Um, so Monsters Universe. Now, who are the, do you know who the sort of main voice actors in this one? Oh, are? yeah. Um, Billy Crystal, who does a great job. John Goodman. Billy Crystal plays the Mike Wasowski. He's the the beach ball looking one-eyed monster and uh john goodman he plays uh jim sullivan the big furry blue furry creature they had helen Mirren, who did a great job she plays the dean of students she's like this uh a mixture between like a a millipede and a dragon and it was cool when she first comes on screen all the kids in the audience were like ew and it was cool you know um and uh, yeah, uh, and then uh, John Ratzenberger, um, Cliff from Cheers, he does his signature cameo because he's been in, he's been in every Pixar film really? since uh, since Toy Story, I believe. I had no idea about that. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And uh, no, all the all the voice character, all the voice talent is top notch, and there are a couple of um, cameos and there are a couple of roles of some of the creatures that you saw in Monsters, Inc. So it was really cute, man. It was really like, I think I enjoyed it more than my son did. <laughs> I gotta imagine, you know, I hear the name Billy Crystal and somebody, I was like, man, I haven't heard these names in a while. I know they when they heard we're making a sequel to this movie, <laughs> it was like, hell yeah. Because <laughs> I had a map. I mean, when did the original one come out? Like, was it in the 90s? It came out in 2001. 2001, but, yeah. So 12 years. But yeah, so it's a surprise to see the sequel. But John Goodman and Billy Crystal have been working steadily. Oh, I know. I mean, in terms of them having sort of hit movies, I know they were like, whoa, like, uh, this is excellent. <laughs> like, they probably wouldn't even thought they were going to do a sequel, but uh, this puts them back a bit. I mean, this movie was number one this week, right? So when was the last time they had a number one movie? Oh, this movie was number one? Oh, yeah. yeah. It beat World War Z? Yes, I believe it did. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, so well, that, that trends us. Let's uh, jump on over to World War Z. This is, uh, of course, a starring Brad Pitt. Now, uh, this is sort of billed as a zombie 
uh, apocalypse sort of movie. Uh, we can get into that uh, later. Um, so let's just start off initial thoughts on World War Z. Uh, I'm going to start here. So I'll start here. Uh, I, I went into this having uh, or being somewhat familiar with the book, uh, the very popular book by Max Brooks, World War Z. I actually had the audio book of this a couple of years ago. Uh, and I listened to probably just more than a little bit half of half of it. And what was interesting about the audio book and why I got that instead of the book was the audio book is actually uh, not just read, but acted out um, and has some some uh, some sort of big some sort of big character actor names in the audio book playing some of the roles. And the story is basically told from different points of view um, from people around the world sort of dealing with this you know outbreak zombie sort of uh, situation and sort of trying to figure out where it started from and you know so they're kind of going to all these different places around the world trying to figure out you know how this whole zombie thing became and i think the the book is actually told sort of after the fact so the sort of a retelling of, of what's going on so this movie i would say is probably inspired by the book it doesn't follow it verbatim obviously it's not telling it it's telling it in the present tense instead of the past uh, and it stars, you're sticking with one central protagonist character, Brad Pitt. Um, so my thoughts on this movie, I actually really like this. Uh, I was sort of, you know, I didn't know what to think before it came on because I've seen the trailers and, you know, the trailers to me shows the little zombie characters and that, you know, the CG in the trailer looked a little hokey to me. I was like, eh, yeah, people jumping all over everybody. And I was like, that kind of looks kind of stupid. But I actually will admit, this movie to me played like a good sort of mainstream horror movie. Like there was a lot of jump scares in there. Um, I was actually jumping a lot. I mean, a lot of, you know, dark sort of turn the corner and all that sort of stuff. I liked it a lot. I loved the beginning of the movie in terms of, you know, how everything jumps off. You know, they're in the city and shit just goes crazy and running down the street um, I'm currently playing The Last of Us, and The Last of Us sort of parallels <laughs> this a little bit. Uh, and so I was already sort of in that frame of mind. I thought Brad Pitt was excellent on this. You know, the movie sort of globe, trot, uh, globe trots around. I love the different locales and sort of each place they went to was sort of like a different little adventure kind of thing going on. And I thought they were all pretty cool. Um I loved, uh, I don't know the lady's name, but she plays the mother character. She also plays in this TV show, The Killing. And man, she just, I, I thought she was perfect here. Um, the kids were great. You know, uh, I love this movie. Uh, do I want to see a sequel? I don't know. But I actually really like this movie. I thought this was a great big budget uh, zombie movie. And we don't see that hardly ever. Uh, so I thought mission accomplished they did a great job and they didn't have to go extremely gory on this which i don't think they did at all and i was still like jumping even the theater i went it was packed and people were ah! the lady kept kicking my seat was i mad ah. but i can understand <laughs> I, I forgave her because again it was such you know everybody was sporting the palm of this movie which just being guided around in this movie you know and being scared which is what we paid for so i thought it was a great zombie-esque movie. I enjoyed it a lot. What's your thoughts, Q? <clears throat> well, it, here it is. Um, 
I was kind of I'm kind of torn about this movie because I think the filmmakers missed a chance to make this film really unique in the in the um, zombie genre because I think zombies are just two steps away of becoming played out like vampires were last year. Um, so I, I think they missed a great opportunity because if I step back for a second, I, I have not read the book. I, I plan on downloading the audio book. But my understanding is that, <clears throat> excuse me, the audio book is the narrative is presented, like you said, from the viewpoint of a lot of different people. There's a reporter who is um, garnering stories from a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different people across the globe and it takes place after I guess the zombie war okay so to me this film could have really really been excellent if it had taken the the standpoint of or if, if it had been presented more or less like a documentary where maybe we see Brad Pitt's character in a starting off in a room and he's all like just bedraggled and worn out and he starts to tell the story or even if we had seen a lot of different actors portraying the different people that are interviewed and, and, and the scenes that we see in the film are shown in flashback as we hear the stories. So, you know, if it was if it had been presented like the novel was structured, that would have been a very unique take. Now, having said that, I love the movie. OK, I love them. I've seen I've seen a lot of the zombie movies like Dawn of the Dead. 28 days later, 28 weeks later. Um, you know, and I have to throw in The Walking Dead as well because it kind of leads the, the pack right now. But this is a great movie in that scope of films. I mean, it really is a good movie. I just think that if they had taken it a little bit further and, and structured it like the novel, it would have been even better. But putting that aside... Even while I'm sitting there watching these scenes that are kind of cliched horror scenes, those scenes are set up so brilliantly, and you know the the the, the obstacles and the stakes are are so masterfully put forth, and you, you're on the edge of your seat wondering how they're going to get over this uh, obstacle, how they how they're going to get past this obstacle. I mean, just just as an example, there's one scene one scene early in the movie where this huge jumbo jet or this military jet has to land and refuel and all the military guys they're like okay the shit's about to go down i mean just something ordinary like having to land a plane and, and get more gas just that tension is they open up the back door of the plane they come out it's raining it's dark already my hands are up like a little girl over my <laughs> over my eyes <laughs> and um the movie is excellent at setting up those kind of tension-filled moments. I mean, the last half hour of the film, I mean, if you have heart problems, you might not want to watch it. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I did like the movie. The more I think about the movie, I like it even more. Uh, so yes, I, I, I was I was all in for this movie. Yeah, you know, this movie is, is a perfect, it, it's, a, it's a chase sort of movie. It's like this, it's always a, it, put in a situation and they sort of have to run through it and you always have sort of that thing in the back which are those infected people coming 
and you know you got to get to the next point you know and it's like always and that's that tension that always just kept you driving and I, I really like that um and i think um whether it's in a zombie sort of uh atmosphere or, or whatever it could have been that sort of style of movie that adventure chase sort of thing is can be really good and i don't think we've seen a lot of that in the last few years and i, I was actually like I, said, I was actually very surprised how good this movie was i I actually like Brad Pitt was really good in this. Um, he was good. Yep. I'm very curious to I'm curious to what the original ending of this movie was because you know the movie was supposed to come out uh, this last past December, and they for whatever reason they didn't like the ending or it wasn't testing well, so they went back and reshot the ending and changed it. I'm very curious to what they had pri- prior to this. Um, I actually like the way this movie goes toward the end. It was really cool. Um, you brought up the part about the plane when they were re- refueling that. I thought that was really good. I um, also liked when he went to, um, was it, uh, Jer- it wasn't Jerusalem. Where did they go? Jerusalem. Jerusalem. It was Jerusalem. I, I thought that whole part was crazy. Um, you know, that, was, that was wild, but now here's the thing. I got to call bullshit on the... Uh, well, there, there are a couple of things I got to call bullshit on. It didn't pull me out of the movie. I could accept it, but it was a little bit of bullshit. Like, you remember when they land... Are we spoiling this movie? Let me let me ask you that first. Before. Uh, let's try not to spoil too much. I mean, don't okay. give away the ending, I guess. Well, oh, of course not. Um, but I don't think this is spoiling anything. I mean, it's pretty obvious what's going to happen in the trailers, but if you go... Like, you remember when the jet, the military jet, lands in North Korea? The, the scene I was just talking about? And you see over the fences, you see barbed wire, and you see zombies that have been, I guess, impaled. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you would think in Jerusalem, they build this huge wall, that they would put barbed wire on top of that wall. Oh, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I mean, it's such a high wall, I guess you don't think anyone in their right mind, how could they possibly get up there, but... Zombies aren't in their right minds, though. They well, I know, but I mean, you just would never, they would have never anticipated something like that. that that's no way you could jump over that wall. I mean, well, that, I don't know. I, listen, was, not, I mean, I it was what? How many people you think they had till they got up there? I mean, that was ridiculous. I just, you know, what I actually thought was when they initially show that helicopter shot and you see on the other side, and there was a shot where they showed. Where there was people like jumping on the fence or jumping over the fence already, did you catch that? They showed it real quick, and I was like, "Don't the military guys see that?" Because they just kept showing the other side of the wall, but I'm like, they showed us a quick shot of them dudes is already jumping over that small little fence, and I was like, they're not shooting at them people or nothing, and I, I just kind of was like, "Whoa, why wouldn't they already know there's hell going on over there?" And they got the people playing the music. It was just crazy. I mean, it was a crazy situation, whether it would have happened like that or not. Yeah, thing. and that, the other thing, that, that was a little bit fake to me. I mean, at some point, you would think they'd know not to have megaphones and shit. When the, you would think people would know that noise attracts the zombies. And so that was a little bit... Kind of, I mean, why did they start, they start breaking out and cheering? and somebody, cause they, I guess because they were able to get into the city. But, you know, again, I, I did... There's not, not much to nitpick per se in this movie, though. I, in my opinion, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I mean, in terms of it being just a zombie movie, I mean, the whole thing is implausible. But it wasn't a lot that. 
really wasn't well, really much that pulled me out of the movie at all. I mean, I it's a zombie movie, so I kind of let it go. But well, I mean, even I mean, Walking, even to a certain extent, Walking Dead. That to me, that's something that has very few things to nitpick. This one, I mean, my biggest nitpick of this movie is that um, that little uh, Hispanic kid that they. The families, they go into this apartment. There's a Hispanic family in the apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to spoil this, but let's just say there's there's an escape made. And um, you see the Hispanic boy later. You would think that kid would be a little bit more broken up. <laughs> don't you um, know? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Again, I, I would agree. I don't think they really show him that much, but I could see your point. I, that's the minor. You know the part that was the realest to me <laughs> was when yeah. they was in the grocery store, and he had just shot that guy. When he oh, shot the, the guy, and the cop came in, <laughs> I said, "That's a brother right there." <laughs> <laughs> they did think that. You know what? We're laughing, but I think that was an important scene to show just how crazy shit was going. Right? Yeah, I said, "Yeah." He I tell you, what's even what was even more real for me? I mean, they kept it real when the. Uh, I don't know what his title was, commander or... Oh, and he got to get out the boat. Yeah, if you're not helping, yeah. son, uh, it's bye-bye. <laughs> Your family be back in Philadelphia tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, and they and they was off that bad boy, too. They <laughs> 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 yeah, ain't playing around. I, I, I was sitting there, I said, that's how America... Hey, essential personnel, <laughs> you got to go. That's, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then they, they even they even make it work. They rub it. They rub salt into the wound because they show they show a shot. And I thought they were gonna play up on this a little bit more, but they show a shot of them at the mess hall. And it's one I think it's a black dude uh, too. Yeah, black yeah, yeah. He's like uh, talking about the food or something. Oh, they were talking about the water and how it tasted like it had oil in it or something like that. Uh-huh. And the guy says, "Well, that's because there's so many people on this ship. It's hard to filter." <laughs> <laughs> he's looking right at the family yeah and a little kid was I was like damn bro <laughs> angry much with the, uh, damn <laughs> they didn't give a damn but hey in that sort of situation I, hey, I, I'm sure it would be like that I, I thought it was just you know even in the initial in the city and stuff was getting crazy I was like whoa you know and I, we've seen it in trailer sort of the setup but I thought they did a great job. Like I was like, man, run, get, you know, and people was getting jumped on and they went into the little apartment and, you know, the hard whole part when they go into the grocery store, I was like, that's how it would be crazy up in there. Like cats, is, cause I was like, them cats was blasting. I don't know what they was doing with the lady or what they, <laughs> but they, yeah, it was wild, man. I, mean, I think I just assumed they were trying to take her money or whatever money she had, but but that, see, to me, even though I had said, but I said early on that they missed an opportunity to make this movie stand out. I think this movie still stands out because, and I put it in my review, um, it, it was the first time I think I have seen may, maybe Night of the Living Dead, the first, you know, the the first Romero flick, which is brilliant. Um, they what I liked about it was that they showed the zombie pandemic at its onset and you saw how it affected the whole globe i mean with most of these films they're either centered in atlanta like the walking dead they're centered in the uk just in the uk like for for the danny boyle movies um this one showed 
the whole, well, for the most part, the globe, how it affected the whole earth. Yeah, well, I think and, that's the, the book, you know, that's what the title right, comes, right. you know, the whole premise of the book is right. it's a worldwide thing and not just centralized one sort of story. And it, it was good to see how, like, you know, some people might say that, well, you know, the zombies attacked just out of nowhere. And I kind of like that because, you know, the zombies, at least in this movie, are kind of an allegory for a virus. Like some reviewers have said this movie is on a par with Contagion, the movie Contagion, or let's say like a, a what was that movie, uh, Outbreak. It came out in the 90s. Mm. And so much like a virus that attacks a human host, you know, I, I know I can feel a, I can feel a cold coming on, but once it's once I feel that, there's no stopping it. The, the zombies allegorically do the same thing; they just attack. And these zombies, they don't stop to eat you; they just bite and keep moving. So their purpose, like a virus, is just to spread the virus. Mm. So I like the fact that there wasn't a lot of wasn't a lot of buildup to when all of a sudden Philadelphia is being attacked. I thought that was I thought that was well done. Now, I do have a question, though. Are these, are the creatures in this movie, are they really zombies, technically? Because the people don't die. They just, they, they turn through the disease, right? Uh, yeah, you know, I don't, again, uh, are they zombies in terms of defined by George Romero? Probably not, but they're not, to they're me, not it's... Dead. They're not dead people come back to life. Right, which you know, I have no problem with that. I mean, it right. still mean, serves the same purpose. Uh, you they're know. like the 28 Days Later zombies. Okay. I mean, in, in that they don't die in turn. Right. They, they are, they, they, they mutate because of, uh, of an infection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I tell you what, they should try to bottle that infection and, and inject anyone who wants it because... You you get you, you get this virus. You can jump, fall, leap, and not get hurt. <laughs> you know, some uh, soldiers and just let them go wild, let them loose. Well, yeah, it was a good movie. Um, so uh, and now uh, they've already talking that they're gonna do a sequel. Uh, so I'm curious to see where they go uh, with that. Uh, that will be interesting because well, I don't want to I, I don't want to spoil this, but it seems like that without without spoiling it, it seems like the result, the, the, the conclusion of this film would make it kind of difficult to do a sequel and provide any tension, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about well, what happens if the, you know, the zombie virus mutates or something and else the solution doesn't work anymore. And they sort of showed something like that was sort of interesting, sort of the war aspect <laughs> You know, you saw a glimpse of that, like fighting the thing. So I mean, there's a number of places they can go. I, I would hope that they would, uh, you know, con- continue to consult with, uh, you know, the author, Max Brooks. Maybe he had some other ideas for the book or something uh, that they can follow that. So it'd be interesting to see what they do. Uh, hopefully they bring Brad Pitt and, you know, the same people back. Well, he produced it, so definitely he'll be back for it, but. Uh, yeah, you know, other thing I noticed at the beginning, this movie, the screenplay was written by uh, uh, J. Michael Straczynski, if I'm saying his name right. Uh, he is obviously a very popular comic book writer. He wrote Supreme Power, which is one of my favorite books ever. 
Midnight Nation, and he did about Babylon Five as well. But so I, I, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, okay, this this might be kind of good because I really like his stuff." Uh, he doesn't normally finish; has a problem finishing some of his books, but there's a lot of great ideas. So that was very interesting. Well, I guess <clears throat> I had read that there were as many as eight screenwriters on this on this um, films. Maybe he is the one that's credited, or maybe he finished it. But um, my understanding, he wasn't the only one. He might not have been, but yeah, I mean, in terms of what they showed on the credit, he definitely got the the credit for it. Um, what, what did you think of... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say the last thoughts on it. Well, what what did you think of the um, the, the the plane scene? That was off the hook, wasn't it? I, I like that. I, was very, I thought that was good. Um, you know, it was a very extreme how he handled that. <laughs> I was like, wow, but you got to do what you got to do. I thought that was great. I, you know, that's... Uh, that's a novel idea, actually. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking, what, excuse me, I was thinking that would be an interesting sort of movie. You know, I don't know how you would play it for a long period of time, but uh, zombies loose on a plane, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I love the whole way that them pilots were like, the door was locked, homie. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you can't come up here. You can give me the phone. <clears throat> you know, I was like, that's from real. Them cats, I don't know where they was from. I, I was hesitant to say, Middle Eastern, or whatever, but they wasn't playing. Like they were from, they were from uh, Israel. Israel, yeah. They that bad boy was locked up. <laughs> but I love that scene. You know, at first I thought it was gonna be that girl, the soldier. And I was like, man, why are you bringing this chick on here? What if she does turn? Like, and I was waiting for some craziness to happen. And yeah, I love. Like I said, I thought it was a, this movie was great. It was a great zombie movie. Yeah. All the little scenes were were dope. Being on the bicycles. Was was interesting the the end part you know when they're in the um, you know the world, through, yeah world organization I, I, that was very interesting and suspenseful so it was it was great man it well see was, that that end scene see that's a perfect example for me it on on the one hand it was kind of a shame that um, this movie that's based on a novel that has such a global scope that this movie kind of at that point reduced itself to just a horror thriller. You know, but I have to say, if you're going to do just a cheap horror thriller, they did it the best way possible. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I, yeah, I mean, but again, you could argue the book is just a zombie book, right? It doesn't go beyond the scope of just another zombie book. But it's that's the genre that it's in. So this movie, to me, it's in the horror genre, and it does it exceptionally well. Which is, you know, we get a lot of these movies; they don't always be big hits, but they have a big star on a genre movie, and they did a great job for this movie. That's why, you know, that's why I really like it. it was, this was a genre, almost a B movie. Not that it's bad. I'm just saying the genre of it is zombie movies. Not gonna be. We generally don't see good genre movies that have big budgets like this. So. No, I understand. And again, I'm not I'm not complaining. I'm just well, I guess I kinda am. I, I, I don't think it was a bad movie. I again I enjoyed the movie. I'm just saying that that scene to me, I would have liked to have seen now I haven't read the book, but if the book takes place across the globe, I guess I was I would have Which this movie that, does. Right, but I'm just I, I don't know how the book ends, but I know that in this in, in the movie as good as it is, it all comes down to um, 
these three guys uh, sneaking through some hallways as opposed to it. So it kind of, it loses its global scope. But again, it, what it does is very good. It's just, it's, it's, it's a good, like you say, good genre film. I just wonder if they had, if they had wrapped it up throughout the whole movie, it could have been just a masterpiece. Yeah, possibly, but uh, all right. So, I think it was our last thoughts on on that movie. Definitely go check it out. Let us know what you thought about World War Z. Um, any other thing else you got, Mike? No, man. Um, what do we have coming up next in the next couple of weeks? Do we have Wolverine coming out yet? Wolverine, Pacific Rim, uh, Elysium. Am I saying it right? Elysium. Elysium. Yeah. They had a new trailer on that. It looks. So I was like, well, I got can't wait to see that. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else, big movie-wise? I have to say, I'm really, uh, the last trailer I saw for Wolverine, I, I don't know why, but, I mean, well, I do know why, but I, I'm curious to see that one at this point. The Silver Samurai looks dope on screen, man. Yeah, that's, uh, I, when I look at that trailer, you know, and I've seen it many times, uh, there's not a lot in there that gets me super excited but that's good to me because I feel like they're not really showing everything. And so I'm curious to see what they do with that. They got a lot to prove because that last one was not really good at all. Uh, this, so this looks like it may be better. Again, you never know with these trailers. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I, uh, I'm into martial arts. But when I saw them working out with those bow sticks, those bow staffs, I was like, oh, uh, okay, I'm already in. <laughs> They got Wolverine in Japan. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it definitely harkens back to one of his great runs of books, you know, when he goes to Japan. So, very curious. And that one shit, the, the, she's got a funny looking face. But um, the scene in the trailer where she's at the bar and she's just swinging her sword around, and all of a sudden, my man's beer glass falls apart. And <laughs> my man's. <laughs> Just stuff starts falling. I mean, she's she's accurate with her stuff. With her with her, I guess it's a katana. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm dying to see. As I said before, it's a very interesting and risky proposition that they set this story in Japan. I don't know if that's because they're trying to clean up on the international market. It would make sense. But um, I, I I'm I can't wait to see. That's the next movie I'm looking forward to. Yeah, actually, that comes out July 26. Um, so Pacific Rim, I think, would be is well. Actually, I'll probably see it just because we can review it. But the Lone Ranger uh, comes out July third. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I look at that trailer. I'm like, this is just uh, Wild Wild West reincarnated. I, don't, I was like, these kids have no idea who the Lone Ranger is. Could give a damn, <laughs> but whatever. See, the thing is. If it were a real Western, an archetypal Western, I'd be all in because I love Westerns. Um, if it was like a 310 to Yuma, okay, I, I'm going to see it. But this looks like a Disney-fied kind of cartoon PG-13 version of a Western, which yeah, does... It looks like the Wild Wild West to me. It's as absurd as that movie looked. This one looks as absurd. Uh, and, you know, but hey, it's Johnny Depp, <laughs> you know, they make sure to let you know he's from... the Pirates of the Caribbean. That's, that's the only thing they can sell this on. Uh, I was I was sitting with uh, my girlfriend's son. He was young. And I was like, "Do you know? You ever heard of the Lone Ranger?" He was like, "No, nah, I don't know what that is." 
<laughs> and, I, and he shouldn't know what it is, right? I mean, that, that TV series was in black and white days. So, I don't know. They're just reaching. Uh, so, they got that coming. Uh, Pacific Rim, July 12th. Uh, I'll go see it, but it just looks like black, a Men in Black ripoff. Uh, R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P.D. I'm not going anywhere July there. July 19th. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. You can, you I'll, can I'll just book, see it for the show. That's why. <laughs> you can revoke my review with Star. <laughs> what is interesting is that, and I know they're going to have, probably will show no ties to it, but I know, I'm sure that R.I.P.D. is actually an offshoot of Hellboy. I don't know if they're going to tie that in. Probably not. Um, Red 2 also comes out apparently the same day. Um, I have yet to see Red. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Wolverine, July 22nd. Uh, one movie I do want to see is in August. Uh, Two Guns, the one with uh, Denzel and You know what? Mark I Wahlberg. have not heard. I didn't hear anything. I, the first time I learned about this movie was tonight when I saw The Marquee. Have you seen the trailer? I haven't. I've, I've seen the trailer. There's a number of movies I went to. I'm sick of seeing it. I've seen it so much. But I, I'll check it out. I, I, I just <laughs> wish that Denzel could get back to... Like when he did the hurricane and Malcolm, I mean, like the ones that really just showcase his acting. Like I don't want to see these buddy movies. I feel like he just signed some sort of contract where he's like, "Here, I will star with any young white cast member you want me to be in." That's all he's doing. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, well, I mean, he just wants to. He wants to. Um, I remember you and I got into it probably in the podcast that. Denzel Washington only does one type of character, so he's trying to branch out. Uh, yeah, he's still doing that one character. This one actually, like, some when you see the trailer, there's some sort of comedic stuff going on there. So I'm curious to see is he you will see some of his comedic chops maybe come come forth. Um, uh, Elysium uh, is the 19th. Uh, I think it's another Pixar movie. Is this Planes? Is that a yeah, the, I saw the trailer for that uh, on Monsters University. It's basically cars with planes. <laughs> planes. <laughs> they got another movie coming out. I mean, D- Disney does not miss a beat. They got another movie coming out called Turbo. Ah, uh, it's terrible. Oh, uh, what? I've you- seen the trailer for that. It looks so ridiculous. <laughs> Tur- <laughs> it's actually not Disney. It's DreamWorks. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I was like, really? A snail racing a c- cars? Come uh, ah! And then, it, and I hate when they, let's have the urban. Uh, oh, the Samuel L. Jackson character? Well, Snoop. Oh, homie, this. Yes. Oh. Great. And then, they, and then when there's the one scene where the character, you can tell, I, excuse me, my people, but you can tell when they have some white people behind the movie hey we've got to have the hip hop music scene in there they're going to grab something they remember back when they was kids so you have the scene where it's ooh baby baby I'm like oh. it's 2013 nobody playing push it fam. I'm, like, I'm just like eh, eh whatever well I, that's, that's they want to get the old heads in there I like guess. you and me yeah like we would want to go see this movie because uh, uh, like I said I ain't, oh I'm not it's hating on it it just ain't for me and then they they wasn't thinking about your ass. Well, actually, they were. That's what they. That's why they put those those voices because they know I know Snoop's voice. Oh, Snoop Dogg is in this. Don't you guys want to see it? Uh, ah, I'm straight. Thanks though. Thanks for thinking about me. 
<laughs> but <laughs> see, see, conspiracy brother would say, "See, that's how they think of us. They they want you." Well, you know, Samuel L. Jackson's the, in this movie too. Yeah, but he ain't all in the thing. It's it's the Snoop has two shots in the trailer and the hip hop. Listen, go see the movie. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? Uh, Kick Ass Two, August sixteenth. Uh, I don't know if this movie is. This is uh, Par- Paranoia. I never heard of this. This is uh, hmm. Leon Leon Neesworth or Leon Hemsworth, Harrison Ford, Gary Oldman. No, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that either. Yeah, I never heard of this. August sixteenth, and oh, you know what? I have seen this trailer. I just saw this trailer. It's something I saw last week. It's like a thriller. Um, yeah, actually, this looks really good. It's uh, some sort of tech uh, thriller sort of thing. Uh, yeah, paranoia. What is it? Speaking of that, <clears throat> uh, Harrison Ford has a movie coming out. Is it this year? Uh, it was with the writer. Talking about the sci-fi movie? Yeah, it's the writer who... The and, Ender's writer. Game. Ender's Game, yeah. Yeah, is that coming out this year? Uh, I'm trying to look. If it is, it would probably be Christmas time. Yeah, it's uh, November 1st. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to see that. I read that book years ago. Mm. Interesting to see what they do with it. Uh, and then another movie this September. I am waiting for this. Uh, Riddick. <laughs> I will oh, be there God. to see that. <laughs> it looks like it's going back toward the... Uh, what was the first one called? Uh, Chronicles of Riddick? No, that's the second one. The first one. Oh, uh, Pitch Black. Pitch Black. is going more toward the Pitch Black sort of thing. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious. I want to see that. It's like a good action crap. Uh, so there you go. Um, baggage claim. I think that's one that you were probably wait, waiting on. Baggage claim. What's who's in that? Uh, this is starring Paula Patton, um, Tay Diggs, Trey Songs, <laughs> Derek Luke. Hey, man, we got to support, man. We got to support. Jill Scott. I'm just playing. Have you seen the trailer for Gravity? The Glenn, uh, what's his name? Uh, that, uh, Ocean's Eleven guy. What's his name? Yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> That's a shot. I can't remember. We can't remember his name no more. George Clooney. George, George Clooney. Clooney. Yeah, I think it's I, him and uh, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, she's uh, in this. Nah, is she? Yeah, they're like astronauts. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, very good sort of. Only, trailer. only trailer. The trailer I saw is just about some shit going down, and a woman gets just like she gets thrown into space. Yeah, it's like gravity. I guess they're falling to Earth or something. I assume. It's just. It sounds like that movie, um, Open Water in Space. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, October twenty fifth. I'm very interested to see this. Uh, old boy. Uh, directed by Spike Lee. It's obviously a remake of the original movie. I'm curious to see what Spike does with that. Um, it's a very dark movie. Uh, and then we're getting, we might as well go to the end of the year here. November 8th, uh, Thor is coming out. Okay. Um, Best Man Holiday. Is that? The, yeah, that's the sequel to oh, The Best the Man. <laughs> I'll go check that out. I like the, I like the first one. Yeah. Uh, Mandela, November 29th. Mandela? Starring Idris Elba. 
Well, how do these movies get in under the radar like this? <laughs> um, a Medea Christmas. Okay. Good. Now that comes out the same day as The Hobbit, so The Hobbit's got a lot of competition. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call uh, counter programming, like yeah. a muff. Right well, the thing is, I would probably rather see Medea's Christmas than The Hobbit. But uh, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I, I first, I don't know, I, yeah, sleep, sleep inducing. Um, <laughs> Round it out here, December 25th, uh, 47 Ronin, which is that, uh, uh, ah, can't even think of my man's name, Neo. Ah, I was losing everybody's name. What's that now? What's Neo's name with the actor? Keanu Reeves. Is the Keanu Reeves Reeves. uh, kung fu directed movie. I I saw this clip online, and I guess he created some new camera to shoot kung fu with. And it sort of like wraps Keanu Reeves and it like wraps around the actors in very different, interesting ways. So I'm very curious to see this movie because definitely. Wait a who created the camera? I believe it's Keanu Reeves. Like he's, I don't know if he actually did the tech work on it, but he's the one who sort of, there's a clip of him and, it, and it's him talking about this new camera they created to shoot the uh, fight scenes in this movie. Um, Ain't no way in the world he created a new camera. I find it hard to believe. Well, he's actually a very tech sort of guy. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I, I think I talked about it a while ago. Can't think of the movie. It's titled. He's actually the narrator of this movie, and it may be his movie. It's a documentary about digital versus digital filmmaking versus uh, you know film. Mm. Uh, it's actually really good. You know, it's got Christopher Nolan's in it, Wachowski's, uh, Lucas. Everybody is in it. Uh, that does sound familiar now that you mentioned those names. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix, as a matter of fact, too. But yeah, I mean, he's obviously, he must be very into the filmmaking process. Um, there's a new Jack Ryan movie coming out on Christmas I'm Day. Good. I don't know what that's about. Uh, oh, there's some movie. Uh, I, it's, I saw a trailer. Did you see the trailer for this movie at the beginning of. Um, World War Z was a young black man, and he had a Hispanic girlfriend, and it's like he go. I could swear it is the movie uh, uh, of uh, 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 Fruitvale. Is that what it almost looks like? It may be the real life story of the black guy who got shot down. Yes, it is uh, Michael B. I forget his name. Michael B. Cooper. I forget his name. Yeah. But the guy that was in um in uh damn. He was in that was uh, in Chronicle or something. Chronicle. Yeah. yeah. I want to see that movie. <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, this is like, and it was like a Sundance movie or something. I was like, wow, they're advertising this um, big budget movies. I I definitely want to see. I had heard there was some movie about that event. I didn't know it was this. Uh, So, yeah, I'm very interested to see that. Did you see a trailer? I'm trying to look up. uh, Oh, uh, yes. A trailer called for this movie called The Conjuring Mm. in front of World War Z. What? Describe it for me. It stars Lily Taylor, who who I really like. She's a good actress. I guess she she and her family move into this house, and they start playing this game where um, they they play hide and seek and they clap to kind of lead you to where they where they're hiding. And uh, she goes into this uh, war. Uh, she hears a noise, and uh, one of the girls who's looking for them for the people that are hiding. Here's this noise in a wardrobe. She op- and she opens a wardrobe, and this hand comes out. But then when she turns back to see 
what was in there. The hand disappears, and then the mother goes down into the basement. She and she um, lights a candle because it's really dark. Like and you know how some people <laughs> go into dark places <laughs> as opposed to getting their ass out the house. <laughs> she lights a match, <clears throat> and all of a sudden, out of out of nowhere, these two hands appear and start clapping. And that's man, that scared the shit out of me. I don't think I've seen that. And uh, sometimes I watch those sort of supernatural movies, and I just outright dismiss them. I don't pay attention, but I don't. I don't think I've seen that one. I'm not. I don't do scary movies very good. I'll be. I'll be honest. That my hands. My hands are over my eyes and then my <laughs> plugging on my ears. The whole. T- <clears throat> that was that. If you like scary movies, that looks like it's going to be a movie for you. Okay. What was it called again? The Cunning. The, the Conjuring. Conjuring. Oh, okay. All right. Lastly, I will say when we wrap it up, um, you know, I mentioned uh, the the game The Last of Us. It's a PlayStation 3 game. Well, I did pick that up Friday. I have been playing it this weekend, and I have not finished it yet. I think I have done 10 hours in the game and about 58% done with it. And just an excellent game. Um, the way it starts was... It reminds me a lot of World War Z. It wasn't in a big city. It was more than a smaller city. But that whole sort of, you know, you're a dad. You have this little girl. And the shit just starts going down. And your brother picks you up from the house after somebody done busted in the house. And you're driving down the street. You get sideswiped by a car. Middle of the town. And and just pandemonium. Everybody's running. And you got to pick up your little daughter and just run. Where everybody's running and getting jumped and shit's blowing up it was nerve wracking to me. And then what ends up happening, I was like, man, like, it was just, a, I was like, I was stressed. I was like, I don't know if I want to play. Like, it's like, ah, this is not good. You know, this is a very, I mean, it's not good because the story is really good. And I was like, man, it's fucked up. And then it picks up like 20 years later. And man, it is just an, excellent adventure it is hardcore to the max you know there are these sort of zombies infected creatures but then there's the regular people which are even more dangerous and you're trying to you and this girl are just making your way almost across america and you're going you know through different locales and cities and it's just masterfully done Uh, i think they have gotten to a place now where they can legitimately tell sort of these cinematic stories in the game and it not feel like you have no control, like you do have total control. Um, it, it's easy to control. Action is intense. You know, the acting is superb on all levels and it looks excellent. I think they've really captured that, or that, so little, that, that whole little sort of movie game merging like and you really care about these characters, uh, which before I could give f about a lot of this stuff. But the ones who can do it well, this company called Naughty Dog, uh, they are incredible. I, I I must admit I'm very impressed. You know I'm also playing Tomb Raider, which is the same sort of a game as sort of like a um, Uncharted. But it you can tell the quality isn't the same. Like you don't really care about the cutscenes, the acting isn't right. But you know it's a great sort of looking game. But is but yeah, The Last of Us, 
if you have a PS3, I would say you have to play this game. Uh, if you're thinking about getting the console and you don't want to get the new ones coming out, you can get a deal and pick up, you know, one of these older ones. Fascinating stuff. So highly recommend that game, Last of Us. Uh, with that, sir, unless you have any last words. No, I think we've covered it all. I mean, we pretty much gave out the whole Hollywood schedule for the rest of the year. <laughs> yes, we did. All right. Well, with that. Oh, and lastly, I'll say um, tomorrow, uh, it'll probably be on by the time you hear this, but uh, Stephen King's Under the Dome oh. TV miniseries starts uh, Monday, tomorrow night. You um, read that book, didn't you? I did. Uh, yes. It's a good book. You know, Stephen King. I'm curious to see how they do the TV version. Well, you know, it's funny. Stephen King, it seems like he always translates better on TV than he does in, in actual film. Yeah, that, that's true. And I Except think, um, The Mist. Who is, you didn't like The Mist? That's what I'm saying. Except oh, the, oh, I got you saying. All right. That was a good film. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who directed this. Oh, Brian K. Vaughn wrote the screenplay for this. So that's... You know, is he, he someone we should know? Uh, for the comic book people, you know, he did uh, Why the Last Man, which is excellent. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. A very big comic book writer. So, yeah, I'm uh, definitely going to watch this uh, online. <laughs> but uh, there you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Geeked Out here on PodcastJuice.net. Also, check out QStorm.com slash Lightning Strikes for QStorm's latest reviews. And we will see you all next time. Peace.